episode seven. Here we are, Queer Vice, episode seven. Uh, you know, we had a request to keep that song as our jingle or theme song. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did. If you can believe that, we did. They also requested it be longer, uh, but I said, "Listen, it's a you know, it's a it's a it's a clip." Yeah, it's a clip. It's a royalty-free clip that came with a mixing board. Nothing we can do to get it to be longer. Not to say we should play it twice, but uh, just that it should be longer. So we'll consider it. We will consider it for sure. We've actually been getting like a lot of feedback about a lot of different things. A a lot about me and and me on this podcast as well. So... (laughs) And just so so you know, we are in the comfort of our own homes, and I do have a dog here. So if you hear him jingling. Yeah, I did hear. I did hear a little rustling. Sorry about that. That's all right. So one of the main um, things I'm getting feedback on is that I do not sound like a lesbian. (laughs) I do not come across (laughs) as a lesbian. I do not come across as part of the community. Um, and you're laughing. You're laughing hysterically I la- I laugh at me. I because I know you. I laugh because I know you and because I know this to be true and I know this to be something that, that I've, you know, been noticing as well. Um, but it's, I'm not laughing at you. I should, you know, it's not funny, but it's, it's funny. It's just something. It's, it's like yeah, funny it's you should say that because I've been feeling the same way. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, a lot of people have been saying that I hold back. Um, yes. Yes. I was going to start a new segment <laughs> called What the Fuck is Jen Talking About? I was thinking that would that would go over really well. Right. Because I, <laughs> I, I've been ter- talking in circles and not just and not being openly not being openly honest with what we wanted the podcast Mm -hmm. to represent right absolutely so i've done a little soul searching um to kind of Mm -hmm. see what the issues kind of are for me Mm -hmm. because obviously we're we're here to support you jen (laughs) that's what this is about. so is this going to be um sessions with jen are we going to need (laughs) yeah it's gonna be therapy sessions Uh, i guess i would have to be the therapist i'm not sure how that's gonna work out for you but you know i'm willing to give it a shot so so (laughs) let me start off by addressing one of the things that isn't really about me Mm -hmm. um people are saying that we say the word queer too much oh yeah yeah and when i said that to you you said to me who are these people and are they straight yeah, not who are they by name, but um, what's their demographic? So two things that I would think um, it would be somebody who's our age or older, so 40s or older, and or it would be someone who is straight. Right. Um, because those, I think, are the two the two big demographics I can think of that are uncomfortable with the word queer and or not as comfortable as, as the younger generations are. So we're saying the word queer too much for these certain listeners mm-hmm. um and i come across as being uncomfortable saying the word queer 
as mm -hmm. well as people have commented on the fact that I do not like the word lesbian. Right. And I think that's a, uh, that's common. I think that's very common. Okay. Um, the, the discomfort with the word lesbian or the hesitancy of people of women to label themselves as a lesbian. You know what I mean? It's like, for whatever reason, we kind of touched on it in one of our earlier episodes, might've even been the pilot, but we kind of touched on that um, disconnect between uh, the word lesbian and how it's been used in the past. You know what I mean? Some people, some people actually have said that they only use it when they're like making fun of themselves right. for being gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I but the term gay really just technically would refer to men, but women use it a lot anyway. And, and we all do, right? I do as well. Um, and it's also yeah, lesbian used as is a, the term that's just women. It also can be used derogatory as any of these words can be. Um, of course. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, so that, yeah, that, that being said, the word queer really to us, when we use it to refer to the community, I think the, the, the older generations are uncomfortable with the word because it was used derogatorily in the past and it was used, um, it was used to mean more weird. Like somebody would say something's weird they would use the word queer. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, Like right. it's not normal. Um, so when you say queer now, they're, they're, they're instantly like, oh my God, is that, is that okay? Like, I don't know if the, I don't know if you can say that, but yes, um, queer now is the, is the Q and LGBTQ plus, the right? The all inclusive term. And yes, it's the all encompassing term that really refers to our entire community of people who, um, sexuality wise do not identify as straight heterosexual right mm -hmm. that's basically it so if you're something then uh, if you're something other than heterosexual you're queer which now which... whatever term within the lgbtq plus the the alphabet mafia right? right whatever term you adopt for yourself within that kind of spectrum is up to you and it, that may change from here to there but queer is the one that kind of is I'm something other than straight and that's why we use that word and that's why our podcast is called Queer Vice because we want we want to include our entire community right and and people have felt that I'm not a very proud representat representative of that mm -hmm. of this in this community um, so what do you feel about that feedback Jen well, I'm just going to say it because this is what it is. Open mm -hmm. and honest. That's what we're here for. Right? Yeah. An openly honest podcast. That's and right. And so I find that I am uncomfortable with the stigma of being called a lesbian or being mm -hmm. in a lesbian or homosexual relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's all, it can actually be very toxic to my own relationship. Going mm -hmm. back to our last episode when we talked about platonic friendship. Right. Right. So that's toxic to me. What and is? it became a topic and only a topic because I'm uncomfortable in my own sexuality. So the 
the question of can women who are queer, right, who are lesbians by otherwise, right, something other than straight, can they have platonic relationships or friendships with other women? Now, we all know the answer is 100% yes, that is possible. We have tons right. of female friends, and, but, and I don't know any lesbians who can't be friends with other females without having feelings for them. I think that's ridiculous, and I think we can all agree on that. Right. So what aspect of it, you know, of platonic relationships makes you uncomfortable So uh, it's because almost, you're queer? It's almost like I'm afraid of having uh, female in- intimacy with anybody other than Chrissy. You mean intimacy as an in emotional? In a relationship. Like, unless it was, like, already a relationship I had prior to meeting Chrissy or simultaneously Mm -hmm. I become guarded right Okay. Um, because of my sexuality okay right so So I'm afraid of crossing the line yes and I, I apologize to interrupt but just to be clear any relationship with a female that you have formed since you have been in a relationship with a female Yes, to some degree. Yes. So So you're hesitant with the relationships you form with females now. Right. And I'm going to. Because they know you're queer. Right. And I'm going to use an example, which is. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to be very, I'm going to put myself out here. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and some people might not like what I have to say, but. That's okay. We expect that. But I promise you it's going in the right direction. Okay. Okay. Love it. So. For instance, I have very close female relationships with friends of mine who I feel like are sisters. Mm-hmm. There's no romance between us. Right. Right. But because of that, I almost have guilt in my relationship because it's with a female. A lot okay. of times I find myself referring to Chrissy, my wife, as oh she's just like my husband in these relationships that I have with straight women Mm -hmm. and why do you think that is it's a so you can relate or I don't know maybe I think it's just an uncomfortable feeling like all right well I don't know I don't know your way of saying hey I'm just like you or I'm not because I think of my significant other the same way like I hold back in my platonic relationships because of my homosexual marriage. Well, well, I, I guess define hold back. And how do you hold back? Because well, is it? Because listen, not every friendship is the type of friendship that, um, you know, you you tell absolutely every so, every thought and feeling to, or well, the maybe type it's that, you know you'd walk around naked in front of. Not to say that that's a common thing, but like you know, friends that I grew up with, right? Like one, namely, and you know, I could walk. I, nobody cares. Like it, we we grew up together, it doesn't matter. But that's a totally different type of friendship that I would never form now. Does that make sense? Right. <laughs> like I would never form a relationship. So, so you're, with a you're kind like of that going in the, that comfortable. You're kind of on the right path of how I feel. Okay. So I find myself 
almost like trapped in and in my morals like what maybe not my morals of what I actually believe but what was put into my head when I was growing up being sure so yeah I think there's a lot that's been internalized because of what you know what we heard or what we were told growing up or what we saw and for so long so long I told my Mm -hmm. mom my sister my brother my family you everybody that Chrissy was just my friend right Mm -hmm. so I almost (laughs) like programmed myself to not be hmm, just to be like defensive on anything that became with any relationship because I was always right so right so getting back to to kind of I kind of had I had a good track but I kind of fell off that so just just follow me so Mm -hmm. so I find myself using humor and shock value with my girlfriends besides the ones who know me on a very deep level so like now I do have a friend um, who I have had since I moved to Albany um, mm-hmm. who is more on a level of more like you and Dina and yeah. Ange. Great. Yes, very right? comfortable and open with her. Very mm-hmm. comfortable and open with her. But she she has no she has no problem calling me out. Um, strictly plato- like platonic relationship. But I also find myself always reassuring her and Chrissy and myself that like it's just platonic and it's just like because I'm yeah. so open and I share so much with her that right. I fear. For... But that's a, that's a you thing, right? We're it saying is. that's not something. It is because it's somebody... what I did in my past with everybody, from you to Ange to anybody I became close to. Okay. Um, and then most of the with Chrissy, I buried, 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 buried. Like I don't mm-hmm. think you realize how hard my wedding was for me. Oh, no, I probably don't realize. To, like, openly tell all these people that I've been lying to you for 15, 20 years, right? I think most of them knew, Jen. Right, but but I wasn't open about it, and I was constantly covering, and I was constantly living in this other life. So you have to follow me, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not necessarily not proud. Right. I'm just scared. Not scared, but used to covering it up and used to like just not bearing my soul to everybody. Right. And I use a lot of like humor and like maybe not even humor to some people. Some people probably think I'm like absolutely insane things I say. So like a lot of shock value, like so well, describe yeah. what shock value humor means because to me it means so like, like you you will make inappropriate comments to people or flirt with people and that's kind of your nature right? yeah like oh i'm just like so this with everybody yeah so is that but what I, you're doing when you do that right when we see you do that do is that a response is that a defense mechanism 
um, for you right in front say, of my wife too right this like, is just who I am I do this with everybody so don't feel like you're anything special or I really am attracted yes. to you because because I am bisexual I just want I'm just gonna hit on everybody right and I am bisexual so I am right so physically on a physical you know level like level just mm-hmm. looking I'm find men and women both attractive right okay yeah. But, and I actually had this this conversation with my friend Grace recently, um, but when it becomes to being, like, turned on and being, like, actually sexually attracted to somebody, it's more about, like, a mental mentality for me. Sure. So yeah, what absolutely. I have with Chrissy is special, and I never want her to feel threatened, but... I am a very flirtatious and shock value type person. Like when so I'm at is a that baseball though, what's game, threatening. Yes, could that is. be threatening in and a I, relationship? Exactly, and I think I'm overcompensating and becoming like almost turning myself inward in in the wrong direction. Okay. Right. Well, it's good we Which realize it now. And it's not necessarily fair to my wife, right, or my right. friendships. Because right. I hold back a lot emotionally, and you a lot hold back in, emotionally and sharing how you feel about things instead, and how things make you feel, and instead you'll flirt. Instead of saying to Grace, "I love you," like as my friend, I'm mm-hmm. worried. I'm like, "Well, you're hot," like just in a right. joking way, and and I'm sure that's offensive to some people, and I'm sure people looking in at me are like, "What? Is, what is she doing?" What the yes, fuck is I think Jen she's attractive. About? I think all my friends are attractive. <laughs> or like instead of being like, oh yeah, Chrissy's just like my husband. Right. That's insulting. And I'm literally insulting people. And that is just how I've I get I get it. But so I have to resig this has to like resonate with somebody else. This it can't just be me. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure this will resonate with somebody because it it's. Listen, at some point, I think we've all kind of been where you are to some extent. Maybe not exactly, you know, um, that way, but we've all kind of. Uh, the pro wrestler I touched on, um, a couple episodes ago. We mentioned, oh, we'll talk about her sometime. Her name is uh, Sonia Deville, right? Am I right? I think, I think so. so yes. I don't, yep. guys. Yep. I don't watch pro wrestling. Okay. Uh, true, true, true talk. So I came across a story about her having come out, and the only reason she came out is because in an interview, um, an interviewer had asked her if she was seeing anyone, and she literally had the thought of. I can do two things here, right? I can say no, or I can I can say I can do three things, right? One of three things. I can say no and lie. I can say yes and just not say who I'm seeing. I could say yes and, and say I'm seeing a guy, you know, or let them Im- imply or assume that I'm seeing I'm you know seeing a a man dating a man, or um, basically the the her struggle was if I take one of those two routes I'm I'm basically acting like I'm ashamed of who I am and 
and who my significant other is, her girlfriend that she's still with, right? And this right. was, I think, back in uh, earlier in 2022 that she came out. So she said she was faced with this dilemma of having to come out because she found it so sad and disrespectful to her girlfriend to hide their relationship. You know what I mean? Because right. she wasn't ashamed of her. She loves her. And she said, how could I do this to somebody I love? Right? How could I deny that I'm with that person? It was sad to her. So she's like, well, uh, here I am. <laughs> I guess I have to come out. So she said, yeah, I'm dating a female. So then, of course, the whole LGBTQ community, you know, um, took her in with loving arms, of course, as they typically do. Um, and now that's her biggest following you know because these little girls right get to see representation um of themselves which she said growing up she never had she never had that in in wrestling and and entertainment it's harder to find that representation like we talked about before right we had very little representation um in the media and people we could look up to in the industry and entertainment and the media and say, oh my gosh, I, I, I can see myself or I can relate to this person. I can see myself in this movie, this freaking Christmas movie. I got to watch straight Christmas movies my entire fucking life. Boring, right? right? Because now I get to, for you, you, you probably don't feel this way because you like both men and women. But for me, I'm just, I'm sick of watching straight love stories. I'm just sick of it. You know, I right. can't connect with it. I don't get it. It is what it is. And it's like, I've watched them my whole life. I'm sick of it. Right. So, so I suck in all of that sapphic content. You know what I mean? I just, I, I love it and I live for it and, it and it comes down to the representation. So for you to not have, um, for you to not be like open about your relationship with Chrissy and right, call you, her your wife and all that stuff, do you feel that that has something to do with it? I do. And you know, not, not for anything. And, and this, I, I was like that with men too. I never right. ever defined my relationships like, oh, he's my boyfriend. No, you never did. No. And right. there were some I dated for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. well, maybe not really dated, but they weren't, they didn't come to family things. And yeah, it was more of a secret type of. So I was very, I've been always very closed off. And I'm sure that has something to do with my inner dialogue, like my. Mm-hmm my uncomfortableness with my own self absolutely like I'm not worthy of that type of love or how it looks to the outside just basically it's got to be a self-image type of thing Mm -hmm. but it's not fair especially it's not fair to Chrissy it's not fair to my friends either because I do make them uncomfortable at some time. I, I mean, everybody thinks it's funny now, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, when I refer to Chrissy as, oh, well, that's just, she's just like my husband, like roll my eyes or whatever. What's that say? That's terrible. What? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I not for anything. I mean, she is Ryan. She is Ryan's um, equipment manager, I should say. So, I mean, oh, 100%, we, yeah. you know mm-hmm. that. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. So, but there are some, you know, some moms who kind of fit that equipment manager role as well. There's probably a lot of moms listening who go, "Oh yeah, my husband doesn't even know what my what my kid needs for uh, sports." You know what I mean? 
and I'm the one who has to manage everything anyway. But yeah, she does. Um, she does definitely, you know, get more she, involved when it comes. She with literally. That stuff, when it comes she can. To that. She knows every single thing about every single sport. Like I'm mm-hmm. like what. I, I sit there and I'm like, huh? But that doesn't make her the husband just because she's the sport person. Right, but, but I, I get I'm what just you're so conditioned to be I like know. that. And I know it's, everybody it's is completely disrespectful um, of me. And <sighs> but I think it's something common that we all hear. We all hear who's the more who plays more of the male role in the relationship, and we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You and know, I, what I mean, actually, I, yeah, you're right, and I absolutely hate that question. Yes. But maybe yes. I like I think I get him I hit him to the punch. Like I try to want to get it out there and be like, well, so that I got you. You know, like I'm yeah. I'm so insecure about other people's opinions and mm-hmm. I didn't really think I was. I think I kind of carry myself like I really don't care because honestly I kind of don't. But then mm-hmm. when I get in front of people who you know, and then I'm like, I, I find myself just saying stupid things. Yeah. Like, it's okay for me to have really close friends. And it's okay to be the way I am with them. But I don't Absolutely. have to make comments and draw attention to it. But I do because I want to make sure. I, don't know. I know. Like, you can say kind, supportive things instead of. Um, complimenting somebody with a with a it all know, comes back to my own joking mm, around you know, hitting it, on them and it does it all comes back to my own self image it's yeah. all about me and how I feel about myself and mm-hmm. I'm being really honest and raw and truthful like I actually am like very happy in my relationship and I'm very proud mm-hmm. of you be, my yeah. wife but because it wasn't normal for me and I was constantly hiding and covering it up and denying it even to myself. Mm-hmm. I come across as a, you know, straight woman. <laughs> you know, I come across as like a Sandra. Yeah, and quite frankly, Jen, that is boring like to me. Like <laughs> Sandra Bullock, you know what I mean? Like, and I know, but, but you know me on a deeper level and I you know. know that this is not who I really I know and that's why sometimes um you know when we are talking in the podcast without calling you out and that's why I joked that I was going to start the what the fuck is Jen talking about segment um because sometimes it's like I I feel like I know why you're bringing up a topic but I don't want to expose you and in your your kind of process you know what I mean so I kind of try to figure it out and, and with other probing questions uh, but it's it's tough because sometimes the root of these types of issues that we face, right? These types of dilemmas that we face, um, being queer, right, right. Sometimes they mm. it's uncomfortable to talk about where the original thought that you want to talk about came from, right? And you're you're you kind of just said like expose me, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like here's the thing: I have nothing to be exposed of. But I'm, I've constantly had that for so long. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I'm still afraid of it. Mm-hmm. But I have nothing sure. that I'm hiding. I have nothing that, like, because I have female friendships, I feel like I got to cover that. 
like I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's so stupid. I get you. I get you. It's mm. and if and if they were male, would I feel the same way? Probably. Because I'm constantly I think so, yeah. Yes, I'm constantly like guarded. Because you hit on the men in your life just the same as the women. Let's, you know, I do. again, real talk. Let's be it, really I, and, honest. It it, it is. And, it, it goes both ways. And I think it kind of comes from that general discomfort, I guess, is what you're saying. It is. And it's it. It's really not a good look. But I feel like <laughs> I feel as if. It's really not a true representation of my beliefs and my feelings. And well, it, I think I also hold back um, like a, like with affection. Mm-hmm. I think I would be a more affectionate person. Um, with I, Chrissy. With Chrissy. With my, even with my son. Like I'm just so guarded sometimes. Yeah. Like he's the only one that well maybe you too but he's the only one who who really sees me Mm -hmm. you know like I don't cover up from him and I don't know what that is and why right why like I don't cover up I don't cover up physically I don't cover up emotionally um but I find myself I do that with with quite a few people um you know, not so much you and Ange and Grace and even and Dina. Like, I, I've mm-hmm. always been, um, and Chrissy, of course, you know, her and of I course, connect yeah. on a different level. Yeah. And, and not on the level that you and I do and not on the level that you, me and Dina even do or Grace or anybody. Again, every relationship is different. It is. So I'm constantly paranoid. Like, somebody's yeah. going to think. And it probably goes back to my mom thinking I was dating one of my friends when I was younger. And I was constantly, like, just constantly. It may. It may be because those, those, you know, we internalize um, those feelings and we become defensive. Right? Right. I mean, a lot of us have been asked multiple times growing up if we were gay, you know, Um, that's just kind of what comes with the territory even though I was very feminine presenting it I still got it a lot you know right and 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 just because I have love for my friends and and doesn't mean that I need to be looked at as if I'm being unfaithful no god and because I'm now in a committed open relationship right like not open we're not open but like open to the world <laughs> right. it's not an open marriage um, that's a whole other topic and that's not <laughs> something I'm into well maybe but see here I am again right I kind of always keep my doors open and I don't know what I have to do why what I do that is, why, why I do that are you doing <laughs> I guess I always want to see where somebody else is going like yeah are they judging me? Are they on my on the same page with me? Or but, are they interested? That's, or that's again, that's part of what a lot of people listening are going. That's part of what's going to resonate with people is the constant watching, the watchful eye that we always feel, right? Um, 
for anyone to say they never worry about like I know when I walk into a room by myself I know I'm not some listen uh, we talked about gaydar being real right you might not have it Jen but most I think gay I people do. most queer people do I think you do I think you just were bullshitting but I think um, I think I bullshit if I a walk lot. into a room by myself uh, it, the queer people will probably know that I'm queer straight people will probably not maybe will who knows but the pro- the thing is I don't care I, I don't care until I'm with my wife my family do you know what I mean then I start to get a little bit guarded and say hey I don't want people looking at us because I don't want to cause a problem for my family where I have to come to anybody's defense right like that's what I said you act differently when you're around her Yes, which is yes exactly we, we talked about that and I think it was maybe episode three or something right and you said to me earlier today that you how did you put it hmm I don't remember last episode was you felt was your least favorite yeah I felt like last last because episode was I was my least so guarded I was, yes and I was trying to fish you know um for the the right information to to be able to kind of help help you through discussing that topic because there is no reason that we should feel we can't be friends with people of the same sex because we're attracted to the same sex i think it's ridiculous do you know what i mean that's i think that's that absurd. is my biggest that's my hang up and and i'm like it goes a mm-hmm. lot with my integrity you know it comes down um Chrissy knows I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm committed like I wouldn't have stood up in front of all these people and did the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done in my entire life and married her put her in that situation but I constantly feel as if my integrity is always coming into play right or somebody just wants to see like lesbian drama or like <laughs> we there's all just all these drama. people out to like and and it's it's really I really hope that me being open and honest about this really t- like reaches other people I don't want to know what their opinions are do they do they see lesbians with other women and think oh she must like her mm-hmm. wait or how, how do we just live our lives as normal people? I, I don't know. We that's that's you know, and we were talking about it with our friends earlier, and I said honestly, you know, with this podcast, it's kind of like a mission statement, right? I, I've been working through like what is my what would be my mission statement because um, that's kind of the the world I live in um, for the podcast, and it has it has more to do with move, working towards normalizing. Um, queer relationships right and the queer and just the queer community in general the more we can normalize who we are so that this discussion is a moot point you know at some point in the distant future um the better the other thing that that i thought of and i'll have to formulate this um a little bit a little bit with a little more detail but the other thing i thought of is really just offering you know support advice sharing experiences that type of thing with all of you know with all of our listeners and um i think that deepest insecurities about yes like 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 what you're talking about yeah yeah 
And I think this it's good for for straight people as well as as um, you know others in, in in the queer community. It's good for all of them. It's good for everybody because a lot of straight people too are looking to understand a little bit better, right? We talked about they what we to. don't understand and being scared of things we don't understand. And I think to in order to normalize it, people have to be a little bit more understanding and like we've talked about before we've touched on before even if you don't understand it completely you can still respect it right and that's all it is so we'll get attacked at some point you know um, some religious zealots will come after us who knows who knows who's going to come after us and that's okay that's 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 okay okay. it's nothing new nothing you say um, that's anti-queer is going to be something we've never heard before Okay, let's right. just put that out there. So feel free to sound off. But, you know, the, the point is, if we can try to dispel some of the bullshit that people think, uh, I'm going to tell you how many times, Jen, have you had somebody talk to you? Because it happens to Dina and I all the time where they'll know us for a while and, or you know, for a while, meaning like, you know, a whole conversation. And then at some point towards the end of the conversation, they they ask you about your husband and you're like, oh, I got to out myself again. Um, no, I I actually have a wife. And then they say, oh, and you can almost see the change in them. Like they had you pegged. They had your entire life. They imagined already in their head for the entire hour or whatever you've been talking to them. Right. And it had nothing to do with being gay. And now that they know you're queer, are they going to change who they see you as? You can see this happen in people. Right. You can right. see like, this question. To be honest, like true life, like I was on the phone earlier today with um, somebody I work with mm-hmm. and I held back saying my wife about something like we were talking about the holidays and me going to Buffalo. And I was like, fuck that, my, man. Just I, say I it. just didn't know how this person would would. And I'm sure they knew yeah well they may they may not who the hell knows point is when can we just fucking say wife this is the girl i'm dating mom and dad as opposed to me having to sit down and have a conversation and come out right right and i mean um, my mom's been great i mean and fantastic absolutely your mom and, and and i really have no complaints but growing up it was different and and a lot of people don't have this situation. A lot of people had to choose between their significant other and their family, sometimes their spouse and their family for Christmas, right? Right. Your family doesn't agree with the person you're with, so they're not welcome. So then what do you do? You go you go to the, your family's house by yourself and you leave your spouse at home? Right. You know what I mean? Like that's the choice that, that some of these, some folks have to make. Like I, I know a young some of these other people right. in our own community have to make decisions like this, and that's not even the worst of it, of course. But the, just, just goes to show you, it's you know. And I know a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. I'm talking in high school, right? Who they're very cautious, cautiously aware of who knows who they're dating. Mm-hmm. If they're queer, if they're trans, if they're called by a different name, they're very careful and they get very, very, very nervous about who's around because 
there still are kids who do not agree with this or do of not course. see it that way. And of it's, course there are. So, so it just seems like it's a never-ending cycle. And I'm going to say something, like I said earlier, I'm part of the problem. Right. It's me. <laughs> Hi. Okay, T-Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> but true. It, you. There you go. I mean, so it's in all of us. And it is. It is. It's something that's ingrained and we just have to work little by little to dispel all of the bullshit, all of the homophobia, all of those things <clears throat> that have plagued us, you know, our entire lives that we've seen, um, that, be, you know, that people have made us feel, that people have made other people around us feel, things we've seen, uh, you know, on TV and in the media and movies and anything that we've ever heard that's negative about being something other than straight. You know, that's what we need you know, to work we through. We should be so, not maybe, I, mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I should just be so, and I am. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I, I I am grateful and I feel this and I mean it. Um, but we should just be so grateful for all of the relationships we have in our lives. Mm-hmm. But yet there's that impending doom somewhere. Just, about somebody disagreeing with yeah um the and just kind of blowing out your your you know blowing out blowing you know blowing your candle blowing your flame right out yep and you just don't ever want to feel that with somebody that you love you know they can blow out your candle but they'll never put out your fire jen <laughs> and on that note <laughs> i think we need it's to end this lyric. one yeah it's a song lyric you know i wanted to touch on real quick because yeah we no no yeah go ahead TikTok. we got time yeah go okay in our tiktok we did talk a little bit what, what's the we tiktok handle something what's the tiktok handle what is i don't know what is it queer vice podcast right okay queer vice podcast TikTok. beautiful yeah tiktok check it out we're going to be posting um more about you know us on there and funny things like um i'll post some i'll put something together about i accidentally um, i think i think i accidentally shared a tiktok with my mom on that one because i forgot forgot oh you forgot to switch accounts (laughs) (laughs) so every once in a while you'll get like and i could do i do i'm not going to get rid of my humor but i do need to be more accepting of my sexuality and yes absolutely Mm mm-hmm so, yeah, we're gonna but, we're gonna bring you out of your shell, Jen. But um, like the little but, turtle you are. <laughs> Queer Vice so, Podcast is on so, Instagram too. Yes, it is. Please follow us on Instagram, guys. Connect with us. We'll get more. You know, we try to um, pull the audience and get more information from you guys. It's a great way to connect with us. You can email us at queervicepodcast at gmail or, of course, um, connect with us right away on Instagram and stuff. So anyway. I wanted to talk because we were talking about representation and how we didn't have it growing up. I wanted to touch on the New Year's Eve um, celebration on NBC with Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton. Holy shit. I love Dolly. Okay. Love Dolly. Love Miley. Love everything. Love Fletcher a lot more. Fletcher was performing on it, guys. If you didn't see it, go to our TikTok for a special little clip of um first of all um we called it right we knew that that um Fletcher would come out and perform Becky's so hot we did so we did talked that. about that 
She did. Yeah, we did. So then she came out a little bit later in the show and performed Midnight Sky, which is uh, Miley Cyrus's song with Miley. And holy shit. Oh, my God. You got to watch the clips. Did you, um, if did you're you catch gay, her here? this is your entire Wait. For You page on TikTok. Oh, my God. This is so... We, we are just if you're getting straight, started. You may not have seen this. <laughs> <laughs> and we... Please go watch it. So in the beginning, first Did you first hear gen, her say, slip up and say, Miley's so hot? Did she do that on purpose? She did it on purpose. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Miley's so hot. She tw- um, I, I don't know if she tweeted it or put it on her Instagram um, before the show, but she said, Miley's so hot. And so you knew she was going to do Becky so hot anyway. That's so you know, great. Earlier that day. And then she sang Miley's so hot. Yeah. So anyway, um, Miley looked fantastic, by the way. Obviously. Oh, my God. I love her tattoos. Does. But she looks she looks so good. So anyway, um, first of all, when Fletcher came out um, to join her in singing, the way Miley buried her face in Fletcher's neck, right? And Fletcher had her arm around her. It was like a mommy moment. I, I was like, oh, my God. She was like mommy Fletcher. It was fucking amazing. Then uh, during the chorus, right before... Um, right before she sings um see her lips on my mouth everybody's talking now and fletcher is doing what she normally does to sophie her her bass guitarist and her her bassist whatever the correct term is in her concerts and she's kind of you know down at her at on her knees kind of um touching you know sophie's leg so in this case she's touching miley's leg and she's singing those lyrics and the way miley's fucking gay panic was real it was palpable you could feel it you could see it it was amazing and and all of us at home had the same gay panic happening we were we were like oh, our one of our friends said she she goes you should see how close to the tv i am were you on that text yeah i was she yep. goes i'm so close to the tv she's like i'm sweating <laughs> we were fucking dying so anyway it was fantastic Really, and the way really Miley was. grabs Fletcher's head when she was on the ground. Oh, my. What I'm like, what is happening? We did not have anything like that. John. Well, I did say we didn't have Madonna and Britney. And you shot oh, me down. Shitty, no, that shitty Madonna, Britney kiss. It was a big deal then. You're right. But it was a big deal for the wrong reasons. Right. And neither one of them is gay. Right. That we knew of at the time. Obviously, well, Madonna's Madonna kind of toyed with a little bit of everything. <laughs> but and now she. Yeah, of course. But. She wasn't at that time, and neither was um, Brittany. So, what do they call that? There's a there's a term for straight people acting gay or do or kissing or something like that to appease to gay people, to queer no people. Idea. Do you That's, know what I'm saying? It's like a pandering type say thing. It's Jen. I don't know. <laughs> no, but it's like a it, the term is like it has it's something similar to pandering, right? So, um basically that was offensive because neither one of them is gay so don't make out it's like two straight girls making out at a club like we see that all the time stop it it's ridiculous well do whatever you want you know let's be real but um, I mean Fletcher does say kiss your friends so no she no that was a joke first of all that no Jen no again Fletcher is nobody's kissing friends nobody's doing this shit you don't want to make out Oh, and her, and her, no, that's, kiss a room full of strangers, I think is the lyrics. Anyway. No, it's not. In, in, is it feel? No. 
Not that one. I don't know. We'll have to look. Okay. We'll have to look. Our Fletcher friends are probably like, oh my God, look at these losers. Don't even. Know they pretend like they know Fletcher. They don't know Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, they don't know shit about her. <laughs> but anyway, it was an amazing performance. If you didn't watch it, guys, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch it. For all the women who are on TikTok. the fence, we're checking out, check out our TikTok for the, the best clip. But the mommy moment is not on our TikTok. You'll have to, once you view it, it'll be on your For You page. You're welcome. Um, the other thing, oh, shoot, what was the other thing? Darn it. It's all right. I lost my train of thought. See what happens. It's because I, I opened my mouth. excited about it's it. because I opened my mouth and you got overly excited. That's yeah, that's what happens. It happens when it's you're right. old. Well, <clears throat> but we can leave it there. I can say you will. Oh, that's what I was saying for the women <laughs> who are on the fence and thought maybe I do find women attractive and you watch that and felt something. That's all I have to say. All right. Welcome to our team. Well, because we're <laughs> accepting of people. Except there, everybody's we accepting accept Jen. Everybody. everybody is and accepting. it's okay. Jen, you it's, are accepted. It's okay. Jen, yeah. you are loved. You're accepted. Loud You're and supported. Proud. That's right. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. And see ya. We'll talk next time. Bye.